Welcome to the PT Legends Podcast, where co-hosts Dave Bess and myself, Scott Carpenter, share our journey in secrets of success. From our humble beginnings as personal training employees of a big box gym, to struggling studio owners that have made every mistake in the book, to where we are now, the owners of a multi-seven-figure business operating multiple personal training studios internationally, and now coach and mentor to fitness professionals in five countries and counting. This is our story, and these are our secrets. Subscribe to our podcast, learn, take action, and build your own fitness empire. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the PT Legends Podcast. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I think my wife, like, I haven't texted her, like, what we were going to talk about today. Yeah. I don't, we don't even know what we're going to talk about until we, we actually clock in. She's going to be really nervous. <laughs> this is going to be fun, but I'm anxious right now. Yeah, well, we'll try to keep names out of like Yeah, there will be no names mentioned in this podcast. Try your best. Um, but, uh, you know, the opening question that we have for everyone listening out there is, how many times has the police, fire, or ambulance shown up at your business? <laughs> for any reason... And if you've been in business for, for two, three, four, five more, you probably have some pretty amazing stories. You'd be amazed at the shit that, happen, that happens. <laughs> Just get into it. And so it's, I was like, like what, do we, what do we share? What do we don't share? Yeah. <laughs> um, you said it before we talked, your first week. Oh, yeah. In business, yeah. you had for, the, this situation. This is great. So <clears throat> first, yeah, by the first week in business, I had not even quit my job entirely yet. I had one month where I had overlapping because I bought a business that was losing money. And I, I used a lot of the money to buy it. So I didn't have much of a, a security blanket to fall back on. So I had a week overlap before I was, or a month overlap, excuse me, before I left my job. So I'd have some little bit more income going in and stuff like that. So. Um, it was a failing business. There was literally like, I think we inherited around five-ish clients paying 99 bucks a month for group. Oh, really? That's it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a whole another story because okay. there were, should have been more. There were two full-time renters that were paying only like 600 bucks a month, I believe. And then there was a part-timer who was paying like 250 uh, to train their, personally train their clients in there. Uh, the owners actually... Uh, were friends with one of the renters, so they shoveled, shuttled a few clients her way that I found out about yep. months into it, and that's a whole nother story and how I handled that one. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, it, was, it was maybe like five clients. That was it. So it was, I was making like okay. $500 in revenue, however many thousand expenses. Yeah, pretty fair deal, right? So anyways, there were two, yeah, full-time trainers, and one of them, um, I heard he was a bit of a shyster, uh, <laughs> and he played games with the rent and the money and the amount owed and things like that, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he also told all the nearby, uh, businesses that he was the owner. He also, even though the place is called underground fitness, he also had his poster right up on the window next to the door, like full big poster for his personal training business. Like that's not like a conflict of interest, right? So, so anyways, um, I told him that we couldn't do that. 
he's got to take that down. Of course, he was upset about it. But even before that happened, actually, I was there with employee number one, and I think my wife, girlfriend at the time, and we were at that tall desk, and we were talking, and he was finishing up with the client. We were just in there, and it was later on because it was around my full-time job, right? And uh, so it was after, it must have been 7 p.m., 8 p.m., something like that. And after he's done with the client, he goes over, he flips off the lights and leaves. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker. And so I just knew it was going to be a problem. I had already heard stuff about, right? So anyways, um, it came time where his rent is due by like the fifth of the month or something like that. And I'm sure we closed in the first or something like that. I don't, I don't know the exact timing. So it was within like the first week. And his rent was short by at least two, 250 bucks, something like that. And his first thing was the claim that, of course, that, oh, he paid the old owners up to whatever, which was bullshit. And I already gotten a statement from the owners because we all knew this was gonna come. And I had a feeling he was just gonna do whatever. So I, I had already prepared a one-page document and signed it. That was a formal, our business relationship is terminated effective immediately. So I had the conversation about rent, that it was a light. And then he tries to go to that, right? The, the reason like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it's already, see? He's like, well, yeah, but you know, I've been training fewer clients. So like, so you just thought you'd just, you know, make up your own rent then. He's like, well, I'm just training fewer people. So I'm like, okay, I thought that's how this was gonna be. So. Um, here's a letter, just gonna let you know that the business relationship is terminated effective right now. So I know a few of you have a few knickknacks in here, a couple kettlebells and this and that. So um, let's get that and I'll help you out with it. And he's like, no, no, I'm not leaving. He's like, he was, he was done with the, 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 the day, so he's gonna leave. But he's like, no, I'm, I'm gonna come back here. I'm like, you're not. I can promise you, you're not. He's like, no, I'm going to. He's like, you can't do that. And I've already paid up through whatever. I'm like, listen, if you step foot back in here, I'm gonna have you arrested. He's like, well, I'm coming back. I'm like, let's get your stuff now. Okay, I'll help you out with it. He's like, no, no, I'm gonna come back for it. I'm like, get your stuff then. He's like, no, I'm gonna come back for it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll have your ride here waiting for you if you do come back. So um, I got tipped off that he was coming back in. I was still at my full-time job, so I had to like get off work to go to the studio and I, I got tipped off on when he was coming in. And so sure enough, he starts strolling in and I'm right there in the door. And I said, Hey, you can't come in. And he just barges through anyways. Did he, did he bump you? Did he shoulder bump you? I, 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 I don't, I don't think so. I okay. think I had enough space, right? Okay. Where he was going to get in. Now I don't play that though. Like you're, I'm not going to live in fear that you're going to show up and do whatever to this. Like I don't mess around at all. So the cool thing about the doors there is, you know, like the door in here, it has the little switch on the inside. Yep. The one over there didn't. So it was keyed on both sides. So he comes in there and I close the door and then I lock it. So I lock him inside and I said, your ride's going to be here. I'm going to call the cops right now. And so he starts collecting his things and then he sits down at the table and puts his feet up on the table like he owns the place. <laughs> so I call the cops and the other renter was in there training a client at the same time. I'm like, sorry, I know this is awkward. 
don't mean to do this, but here's the thing. He can't come in there and get his stuff and even leave. Cause at this point I've told him that I, I drew the line in the sand and like, you know me, yep. you cross that line. I don't play that game. So I'm calling the cops. I lock him in there and we're just sitting there waiting, you know, 15, 20 minutes. He's got his feet up on the desk. <laughs> and, uh, even though I had called the cops in advance to let him know, you can't technically trespass somebody until they show up and do it. So, but the cops came so they couldn't arrest them, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, they, we did get the official trespassing thing signed up. And if he ever shows up on property, he'd be arrested on the spot. But that's what I went through my first week of business ownership. <laughs> and it was tough because I wasn't gonna get the 600 bucks a month either. Right? Which the business had like no revenue right. to. So it was a, it was a bad spot. <laughs> But that was my first introduction as a business owner. I got somebody turning the lights off on me and I got somebody dodging rent, lying. Yep. And then I got somebody basically breaking and entering and me having to call the cops on them in the first week. So that was the first occurrence of police, fire, ambulance showing up in my business and it happened in the first week. I, I did not know it was the first week. Like I had, oh, yeah. I had heard. <laughs> rumors of this story, but I didn't realize it was the, the first week. Oh yeah. Oh, and to make the, to make matters even worse. So that happened. And then his girlfriend. So his girlfriend, I never met her cause I barely know him. Right. Um, <laughs> I'd never met her before. She was a nail tech in the same area. The, the kind of area is called moon Valley, um, in Phoenix. And she was a nail technician and her license plate literally says, I nail you. So, Classy, classy lady, classy lady. And she sends me a long email and just basically blackmails me. She's saying that Moon Valley is a town within a town. <laughs> and that if you don't give John, uh, oh, I almost said his name. Um, <laughs> if you don't give whoever his job back, and it wasn't a job, he's being, you know, his situation back, yep. that she is going to let everybody know about everything and make sure nobody goes into business again. So. She's that classy um, and blackmails me without ever meeting me. And then, um, yeah, threatens that. And so it was, it's a good introduction into small business ownership. That was a lot of fun. That was your intro. That was my intro. That was, that was a good Did lead. you think he was gonna fight you? Uh, I, I, I actually had a, a knife on me just in case. <laughs> I did. I had like a little really? spring loaded. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. And that wasn't the first time. If you remember, the story where at your location, when you had to have an ambulance come from that okay. one staff member, we had to meet him later on at Panera. I, I can't remember, like, yeah, yeah, but kind of, yeah. I had one of those on me too, if you remember, just in case stuff oh, got crazy, yes. remember? You, you, yes, this is why we're getting nervous. I had a knife. This is why we're getting nervous. Like, I don't know if we want to share all these stories. <laughs> I know exactly, because yeah, yeah. you said I have a knife. Oh, yeah. I'm not taking any chances with yeah. with mentally like I'm not taking any chances. Uh -uh. So, <laughs> mine. This wasn't. Um, I, we didn't call the police on this one, but this is a really. I'm not going to say a funny one, but this was my first introduction to like, wow, crazy things can happen, uh, and it always seems like the shit hits the fan when you're like at a family get together or on vacation 
Like as a business owner, yes. like, when you're there, it's like, okay, it's like, it's maybe not all sunshine and rainbows, but so I'm like, I'm going to a little, uh, my, my wife, uh, they're big on uh, St. Patty's Day. So this mm -hmm. is a St. Patty's Day story. Uh, corned beef, the whole nine yards. And it was when I was working like a dog. So it was when I was training just, God only knows, 45, 50 hours yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, you did that it was for, a while. for a did while, for a long, long time. time. And so, and, and this is where sometimes you hire someone and they, they can pass the litmus test and like, okay, yeah, okay. And then something like this can happen. <laughs> so I get a call from a, from a client and he's, he's a client that a very mellow dude and he is upset him and his, his, his girlfriend, uh, they, they work out at the studio together and he's like, so-and-so sexually assaulted my wife at the at your studio. I, I, I'm not built for this conversation. I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, what happened? And so long story short, uh, this guy that we were training to potentially run a location commented about a certain area of her body and the artwork that she had there. It was taken away to where God only knows what was said, but something was said. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I'm spending probably three hours putting out that fire. The biggest learning lesson for me from that is it's, this can happen any, any time, any day, and literally any, it doesn't matter how much trust you have in your, your employees. Like it can happen. It, it can Just happen. Like it can happen. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I, I still remember, like I'm getting anxious. Like, I'm getting nervous because yeah. I don't even know what story you're going to tell. So like, yes, oh my like God. That, was like, that one was one that was like, oh my God. Yeah, I remember that because you called me. I called you. I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, man. There's For everyone listening, I guarantee you have some stories that yeah. are just, they seem made up. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Like it always happens like when you're on vacation or this or that. Like I got new, I was at, my brother was visiting in here and we were at a hotel um, day drinking at a pool when I got an email that I'm basically getting sued. <laughs> it's, it's just the worst, man. It's just the worst. Oh, yeah. And I remember having my family here for Christmas and this was nuts. So it, it, it wasn't an example where the police or fire ambulance did have to show up, but there was this crazy lead, I should say, that um, here, she came here and put an inquiry. We did a okay. consultation, this was years ago. And then also <laughs> at a Scottsdale location and did a consultation. And she was nuts. But she tried to play each location off of each other on like pricing and said like one committed to whatever. We never did that. Like we yeah. called each other right off the bat. Cause like, hey, did that so-and-so? And anyways, this was when my wife was working here. Okay. And then she's just a little nutty. And then she was on the phone with my wife following up and stuff like that. And then she was like trying to convince her boyfriend. She said she'd give him oral sex if he'd give her the money to start. And she's like <laughs> in her fifties and stuff like that. So like, she's just a nut. So we should have known like, this is probably not somebody we want inside of our four walls. Thank God we have a qualifying process now. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Thank God for that seven minute phone call. Um, but yeah, and uh, so anyway, she came to a couple sessions and then she like ghosted us 
And then she started periodically making phone calls about, about uh, uh, like, I don't know, maybe it's more than two, but about like a full refund and more, and you owe me my, you know, that whole thing like, oh, my, my cousin works for the IRS and blah, blah, like just crazy nonsense. And then at some point she got a hold of my cell phone and she like called me like at Christmas. I remember going up the stairs to my house and she literally wouldn't tell me who she is, but I knew because this was all going on yeah. around this time. And then she wouldn't tell me what I could do to resolve the problem or what she wanted. She just wanted to call and yell at me, not saying who she was or what the problem was, but I knew it was unreal. That's the kind of shit that, that comes up though. And it, it, any small business owners, you know you have just wild stuff. Wild, wild stuff. What am I known as? The king of the reviews. Yes. We'll have a review and then talk about collecting some badass testimonials. Uh, do you remember my bad review? Which one? There's only one. No, there's only <laughs> no, one. I, know. I, I, I joke. Two. I there's... joke. One wasn't a bad review. This was when we had that yoga studio next to us. This is a great And they story. were saying how they had you had the only bad part about this yoga studio is that you have to cross the big fade man. <laughs> So it was when I was prepping for my first bodybuilding show. I had the whole place to myself on a Sunday. We're connected to that little yoga studio and I'm jamming to some of data remember. They were technically subletting Sub from us. Exactly. They, there, was a, there was a wall, dividing wall, but it was a glass wall. So she sneaks in. I had the whole gym to myself. So, I mean, it, it's, I got a pretty nasty pump. And I'm wearing my green society tip shirt. I remember it like it was yesterday. And, you know, I'm in that intense kind of bro mode and she comes in. So I tone it down. I'm like, oh, what can, what can I do for you? Uh, but I'll never forget that review. So it was the big green veiny monster. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bad, that's not a bad review. But it was around the same time period. Uh, we had that lead come in. We, we sat down at the desk. I'm like, tell me your story. <laughs> she goes, I just got out of a coma. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? So she tells me this story how man hit her in the head with a brick she was in a coma and at this point i was like holy crap i'm like you're in the right place we're gonna get your fitness going and you could always tell something was just a little bit off in in our training sessions she wouldn't say anything she would just stare at me stare at me like that the eye con i could still it all makes my skin crawl like we had that eye contact i'm like how are you doing and she wouldn't see anything she'd just stare at me we're like four sessions in and on the fifth session this is a true story it's a holiday weekend and I go, hey, what do you got going on? I think it was like in the morning. What do you got going on this weekend? She goes, and we're in Arizona. And she goes, I'm driving to California to pick up some salsa. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why don't you get it shipped in? They don't ship. I'm like, okay. So she was driving five hours. It's a miracle you ended up in a body bag. <laughs> yeah. No, this is one that scared me. Even to this day, I'm scared to say this. She might hunt me down. Like her eye contact was so just deadly. And so she ends up like just drops off the face of the earth and but writes that review that I owed her money. I'm like, you only paid for one session. You're four behind actually. It's like, no, you owe me $500. And, and and a jug of protein. She wanted to get some first form protein too. That's nuts. Your 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 head is gonna end up in a freezer someday, I bet you. I actually paid her the money back though. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. It's like I do not want to mess with this. Sometimes it's just not worth it, man. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's not worth it. It's like it's 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 
it's that hard dilemma. It's like, it's not worth it on one hand, but on the other hand, like, I don't like to negotiate with terrorists. No. You know, so it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really tough sometimes. Wow. Because we've, we've, and in, we've had it with staff, like that we've had to fire for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, that we had one, it was drugs. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then it just became a different person like overnight. And uh, yeah, I don't even know how much we want to talk about that one. No, yeah, that one was a tough one because, yeah, that, that that one was tough because I kind of, I mean, this is such a, a kind of in-depth story because I really took up for him, too. You you went to bat for him. I really, I really went to bat for him. And gave him that second chance. And then what happened, the ambulance got a, got called in my studio because he, he things happened and he, he came in one day and shouldn't have been there. And the clients are like, we're going to have to call the ambulance. Like, you're getting ready to go down, brother. So, man. That that's a little bit heavier though, because like that's heavy because that that one it really impacted me because at, at that point I had, had basically I, what I thought was a perfect staff. Yeah, that yeah. Was really the only oh first yeah. Time. Like I was like, no, like I'm gonna go to bat for someone. So, I mean, I'm sure everybody out there like you had that employee that you 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 wanted so much out of, and you wanted this you you presented this opportunity that is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Continue to go to bat for them over and over and that's over again. that's one of the hardest things is when you really want to help somebody, yeah, and you can see them throwing their life away, yeah, yep, and you try and here's the thing like you know you learn from it because we've both gone too far to help somebody, yep. and they're just gonna burn you and burn you and burn you um and sometimes in massive ways. Um, so, and it, and it hurts then too, you know what I mean? Cause they'll turn yeah. on you yeah. and make you the bad guy when you try to help them sincerely yeah. in the most. And, and, uh, yeah, that's a tough thing. I want to talk about some of that in another podcast though. So because that, we've yeah. got some really yeah. deep stories on that, that affected our business in a massive way. And we stuck our, our necks out and got yep. chopped off. Yep. Uh, we were going to keep this one light, but that took a turn. Yeah, it took a turn, but that, that one's, I mean... The, the bottom line but, is for any business or product, you've hired some employees before and especially with the type of environment we create, like we want to really go to bat for them and make it, make it, we talk all the time, make it a family. And uh, sometimes you see all the potential in the world for someone, they have all the potential in the world and then they just, yep. they just drop the ball and you, you, you try to force it. You try to force it. And yeah. Like, you're going to, yeah. you're going to do this. I can do this for you. And you just. Doesn't work. Especially with deep issues, like the, the really deep things. And unless someone's really willing to change, there's nothing nothing you can do. So nothing you can do. No. Just, man, that's so there's an ambulance. 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 Right there. there. So, wow. Oh, the Scottsdale, the Scottsdale Police one was. Oh, good. that one's good. Yeah. That one was something else. <laughs> I, again, there's a lot of crazy involved in that one, too. So it's just like, yeah, which one to share? I don't know. Just a big picture. More like the, the highlights. Sure. Had to fire somebody. Should have never been hired. So, and this is a whole nother story, but at a location where we had the wrong person as a partner who just failed. Oh my Before God, I forgot about that. Yeah. She vanished, poof, gone. Yep. Mental breakdown, nowhere to be found. Couldn't get him on the phone. Nothing. The guy running the studio. And he hadn't been there. How long? Been lying about that. So Once. that's crazy. Yeah. But what he did, he hired this person that, had gotten no's at every other place and warned not to hire. 
and then it was not a good fit. Uh, and uh, he'd hired her anyways. And when he poof vanished, I had to fire her. And I knew it was going to be bad. And she was ghosting me, not responding, unwilling to return my phone calls. Uh, and then so I had to let her go on an email. And I was fully prepared for the shitstorm. Um, basically, uh, I was I, in the email. I said I'm going to arrange. She had a few things at the studio. I'm going to arrange a place outside of the studio to arrange, to give it to you, um, et cetera, et cetera. Because I just know the stability of this individual. Through shit that says she's going there. I'm like, listen, you're not allowed back there. It's going to be trespassing. And uh, so, anyways. Um, I had uh, I had told Clayton change the locks, get the locks changed because she's gonna show up, you know, at some point. And uh, I, again, I had to let the police know in advance, not emergency number. Hey, listen, this could happen. Blah blah blah. She shows up, sure enough, raises hell. She's there with her mom. It's like a Jerry Springer show outside of the door. So just yelling and screaming, and Clayton's in there. Um, the, the cop place shows is up. locked up. The place is locked with Clayton in there with the different set of locks. Um, and, uh, and she's demanding to get like the access to the, the computer, right? Cause she's got stuff on the computer. See, she's claiming all this stuff is hers. That's not anyways. So I'm on the phone with the police and well, and Clayton. So Clayton first, he's like, the police is outside trying to talk to her and her mom. He's inside. And she literally changes personality types like five times, like a schizophrenic, to try and manipulate the police officer into letting her in. So it goes from screaming rage and threats to me to crying because she's the, the helpless female who's being victimized to like everything. Like, and Clayton was like saying, he's like, like on the drop of a dime, tries a new personality, drop a dime, tries a new personality, goes to my attorney, I have my attorney. Upstairs, there was an attorney's office upstairs. She's my attorney and blah, blah, blah. She's demanding that, like everything, wild. I felt so bad for the police officer. And like, he's trying to say like, no, he's got your stuff. He's wanting to give it to you, right? And she was having none of it, none of it. It got to the point where one of her clients arranged to pick it up from me. Cause I already pulled it out of the studio. I said, it's already, I already have it out of there. And just, just wild. But I knew it was gonna happen. like. Oh, but I know. I know it's point, an unstable like, this individual. Is a more recent story to yeah. where you had, had. I've been through <laughs> nutty things before, and and again, like I wasn't even made aware she was hired. So, and this is also still a while ago before we had things really smoothed out. So, this crazy stuff does not happen anymore because we've got a much greater handle on everything in the business, every facet of the business, but we weren't always executing it at a very high level. Well, you just, you bought four studios in a matter of a year and there was just, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you trust certain people. And I, like, like I said, the, the one, the managing partner that we had just poof, gone, gone, vanished right in, in a, in a, not a phone call, an email. Could yeah. not get a hold of him with anything. Had to deal with his wife to get like, you know, equity moved over and get keys and yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. And then find out, yeah, yeah, is yeah, is is pretty nuts. <laughs> God, these stories are just 
it's a little bit surreal looking back yeah, at things. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's part of the journey, and it made us, it made me a lot tougher, tougher skin yeah. because before I was very soft. Yeah, know? like we always said with Arrowhead for two and a half years, everything worked out. It was just so smooth. you didn't have any problems, Zero right? Problems, and then. Bang, bang, bang. And I always warned about things, right? And this could happen. You want to do this because this could happen, or like, no, right? And you're like, no, 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 it's good. It's it good. Did. When it happened, it happened. But it happened. you know what? All of this had to, all of that had to happen for us to build what we have now. And now oh, we yeah. have such a stronger culture, and we're building a movement that you know with our staff and the, the yes. user. Like, yes, there's still gonna be situations with employees but it's it's so much less likely if you can pay them their worth and then you feel like mm -hmm. they're part of a movement so yeah it's yeah these situations i i would probably say we will maybe one more cop yeah. ambulance <laughs> firefighter situation it'll right? happen it's yeah, and here's happen. the thing yeah. it's not all about like they were to blame like well with cops and stuff yes but but any any drama that happened was not necessarily always their fault. Like no. the bottom line is, we weren't we weren't near the leaders that we were, no. and I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, I, I've always been pretty even keel. But at the end of the day, like I could have done things better. I could have saw these things ahead of time, knowing what I know now and all that kind of stuff. But you're right now. Now we've got a business model that works, that has plenty of money, where people can get paid well and they can feel very secure in their jobs and they can know exactly what their role is and what it takes to be successful. So they can be very comfortable in their role and we not feel like, oh, you just, you need to be better. Because most trainers aren't that great right. at coaching or yeah. accountability or organization and they don't always have to be. Like we have very clear, distinct roles and you know, we can, we can get the right staff member. You might have an amazing staff member, but it's, it's, they're just in the wrong role in the business. Yeah. And now we can really get them in the right role. So everybody really enjoys it. Expectations are clear. And it's a very fulfilling job. And they can get paid how they need to get paid. The fitness industry is so workout dependent, right? So mm -hmm. you're hiring people to dish workouts. And that, in, in a lot of ways, it sets up your trainer for failure. If that's, all they're, if that's what they're known for, and if that's our identity, is to be a professional rep counter, to run a small group. The trainer wants more. Yeah. The trainer wants more, period. So, I mean, it's, it, when we talk about that, the biggest thing that, that, that we've built is something that really impacts the end user. Yeah. So, so now when you get that trainer on board, they know it's more than counting reps. Our interviews are so much different now. Yeah. So when we, when we put our, our ads out, when we, when we interview, and we get to talk about why we do what we yeah. do, and here's how exactly we do that. They're like, holy cow, this is exactly what I want to do. I just never knew how to do it. You know, and you can take a million different ways of nutrition coaching and this and that and the other. And it's, we're really ineffective at changing lives, but we can show like, this is what we're, this is our identity, this is what we do. And man, here's the system, here's how we do it. They're like, holy cow, I want to be a part of this. And sorry, my nose itches here, being vicious. Um, not very professional. I'm sorry, Dave. No, it's what is. I think Mama Beth said, "If your nose itches, it's you're gonna have company, or it's gonna rain." And we're in Arizona. It's not gonna rain. It's not gonna rain. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it's a whole different different story when we're hiring, and people are like way more invested in it because yeah. it, it is hitting on fulfillment. 
a job can't just be about the money. You need to have fulfillment in what you do. And we've got that. You know, our culture's yeah. there. Yeah. And we care about people and not just say we care about people, right? We show it, they feel it and uh, on the client and with the staff. So it's just, it's pretty awesome now. You know, we've come a long way. It's been a long journey. There was a lot of lessons learned, a lot of crazy shit that happened. I mean, we haven't gotten into the, well, some of the crazy client stuff, but you know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've had to have ambulance or police on, on clients, something like that, but man, stuff, it's wild. It's a wild industry. I feel like the fitness industry attracts the crazies. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yes. hundred percent. We get more than our fair share of per capita of crazies. For yes. sure. That's a stone cold fact. Yeah. Let's yeah. get this podcast released because Carrie, I, I can't tell Carrie we produce this one. She's yeah. Sick. I'm just, I'm, I'm nervous about it. We, we have our house. It's at Fort Knox. So Carrie is always like worst case scenario. So we have like this badass door you have to click. You've been to my house. Yeah. You have to click it like nine times. Yeah, I guarantee we're getting ready to move to another house, but Carrie's after hearing this podcast, she's gonna be like, some of these people are coming after us. We need to like quadruple lock it. So she's gonna be like Rain Man, one, two, you know, just, just lock everything <laughs> like eight times. <laughs> Open the windows, well, close the window blinds. You know. Yep. Carrie, well, this one's on Scott. This this podcast idea was all him. <laughs> I don't know. But there's learning lessons for it too. It's, yeah. Oh you know, yeah. It's, it's, you keep on moving when when all of the once you build a culture and you you put that real reason why you're part of this family when you put that into it you have less and less of these situations absolutely absolutely and people can be whoever they want to be in an interview you know and it's, it's still a risk no matter what you know sociopaths they go yeah. years and years and years without anybody knowing like wow this is the nicest person and you know, they eat people and put their body parts in freezers, right? So, like, you know, I mean, it, it, it can happen to, to, to anybody. But at the end of the day, when you have a really good culture and you're genuine and stuff like that, like, though the, the people who are insincere, they'll reveal themselves and you'll find it a lot earlier. And you can nip it in the bud, yeah. like, before it becomes a bigger issue. That's, that's one thing I learned. You have to take action. We're talking about that. You have to take action right there with anything that, if it seems off, it's off. It's off. And a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we are optimists. So we're like, we try to push that to the side and just look at the good qualities, but you you have, you have can't turn a blind eye because you want it to work, right? I mean, we, it, it, yeah. the problem just gets bigger later on. So that's the main thing. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in future podcasts. We'll talk about uh, hiring and, and leadership and when you know you have to let somebody go and, and all that stuff in, in future ones. But uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So I don't know. How many times has the police fire Emma's showed up in our businesses? Would you get, how, how many would you guess? Now, Seven Street's a different story. We'll just answer real quick, then we'll hop off. But Seven Street's a different story though because we have crack addicts not too far, right? So sometimes a brick and they just show up with a needle and make threats <laughs> but uh, or throw bricks through the window. Um, it's just, it's a, we have a nice area that borders kind of a bad area. So we have our issues there. So that's an anomaly because that's literally been probably 30 or 40 plus times. Jeez. But in the other ones, what do you think? I bet we're, we're cracking double digits. Really? There's the bomb threat over there that one time. It was oh, just a geocaching yeah, thing, yeah, right? That was cool. Yeah, that was, 
And then the two girls, uh, were, it was her, their glute days. They were like, let's finish this workout out. And I was like, okay. So there you go. Jack Bauer came and saved the day on that one. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, it's got to be two hands for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't rage. I don't know. Uh, maybe like a couple here. Maybe. Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, bottom line is every single place has had it, had it uh, a few times. So um, hopefully we'll share some more stories like this too. Hopefully we'll get into details. Hopefully we won't accidentally name drop either. I think and, we got out of this one without name dropping. So. I think so. I think so. We'll edit anything else out yep. that we missed. So, all right, guys, have a wonderful one. We will see you on the next podcast episode. Dave and myself, Scott, would love to thank you for tuning in and listening to the PT Legends podcast. You can get direct access to us by joining our free Facebook group. Go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash seven-figure personal trainer. That's seven-figure personal trainer with the number seven. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep on learning and keep on living. Finally, if you picked up any tips whatsoever in this episode that you found helpful, be sure to leave us a review and tell us what you like best about it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.